Hello and welcome to Trapping Radio 2.0. Um, this is your host, Jeff Dunlap. Um, we're going to be talking tonight about, uh, first of all, I'm going to be reading to you an article I read uh, out of the Trapper magazine. And I'll do it as quickly and as clearly as possible. Um, and then I want to make a few points on it. Um, you know, I think it's important, uh, you know, when uh, people in associations make uh, thoughts known and their opinions, uh, sometimes if you don't agree with them, even if you do like the person, I think it's important to, uh, you know, push back. Um, so we're going to see about a little bit of that tonight in a nice way, you know, like a, a, a you know, a love tap and, um, so then we're also going to get into, uh, had a lot of questions on going out of state, um, how to, you know, uh, get everything around and stuff like that. So how to find property. So that's going to be what we're going to cover tonight. Uh, this article, it was in the Trapper magazine this month. Um, Jeremy Laskow from uh, up at the UP. He is the... UP Trapper Association District 5 President. And I know Jeremy personally. Um, he's a really nice guy. Uh, always been nice to me. Um, always is there to help. Uh, you know, setting stuff up. So this is not a dig on him um, or anybody else. This is just my opinion uh, on some of the stuff that like he, he mentions in the article. So... Um, the name of the article is, uh, I believe it's uh, Disappearing. I could be wrong on that, but I think it's Disappearing. I, I can't, here, we'll, we'll look, oh, there it is. It's called uh, The Disappearance. So, I'm going to read this real quick. It's, uh, this is the computer age, the era of instant at your fingertips information. Whenever the subject, whatever the question, the answer is only a few clicks away. Want a beaver lure recipe? Just go to any search engine, type it in, and voila. There it is. Hmm. How do I fix the brakes on my truck? Bingo. There's the answer. And but there's a downside to all this easy free information. Trappers by using all these online resources to learn things and find answers to trapping related issues are shooting themselves and ourselves in the foot. We are killing the very things that are keeping trapping alive. The National, State, and Local Trappers Association organizations such as the NTA, FTA, and all the smaller trapping organizations spread through across the country. These organizations are the glue that bind us together. And they were all organized long before the current technology we all have access to was ever dreamed of. They bring us together and make us stronger as a group than we can be individually. They serve as our advocates in the political arena, and they provide forums for trappers to come together periodically to socialize, buy supplies, and learn from each other. But all this free information on the internet is taking the place of such, uh, taking the place of much of that. If I can get all the answers I need right away from the internet, why do I need to go to a trapper's meeting to ask questions? 
If I can watch a free YouTube video on how to trap a mink, why do I need to buy the video from the trapping supply company? If I can read all the free online articles and tips on how to become a trapper, why do I need to buy that book? Someone took the time to research and write. Recently, at our Regional Trappers Association meeting, we spoke about membership or lack thereof. The scarcity of new younger volunteers and the old timers that are now burnt out. Who's going to take over? Who else is there but us? At that meeting, I expressed my concern about the free info on the internet and my belief regarding it, and I was told it can't be changed. Well, I don't know if I can ever be completely corrected, but I think we can help make it better. All of the trapping, hunting, and fishing organizations that belong to have one thing in common to protect what we love doing we want our trapping hunting and fishing heritage to be available to those that are coming behind us long after we are gone the 1970s and 1980s brought an influx of PETA and other anti-trapping hunting organizations and groups and they have not gone away we've had some remarkable successes in beating back the anti-efforts of these groups we sure haven't won them all. Ask Colorado or New Jersey about that. Uh, and this isn't an article, but also New Mexico. But you can imagine what our trapping opportunities would, like, would be like if the NTA, FTA, USSA, and similar groups would have rolled over and played dead. I'm pretty sure we wouldn't be need, needing to talk about this today because they would have one long ago. So let's not let the internet win today. Yes, take advantage of the convenience and the river of information provided by our computers and cell phones. We'd be fools not to. But let's not do it at the expense of the state, local, and national Trappers Association organizations that have had our backs all these years. At the very least, keep your memberships active. If at all possible, attend one or more of the association meetings each year. Buy your supplies from dealers who advertise in the association magazines or who attend the state and national conventions. We must jump the, this hurdle. We must stand together and be involved with our local and national organizations and not rob them of too much of their thunder by flooding the Internet with free information. Instead, why not point newcomers and veterans too, for that matter, in the direction of these trappers associations? I've personally watched newbies ask on Facebook, where do I start? And of course, we all want to tell them everything we know. We want to help. Most of today's trappers are the total opposite of trappers 100 years ago when it comes to info. A century ago, everything was a secret. You didn't dare tell people your secrets. Now, look at any Facebook group and you will see that there are very few secrets left. Sure, we need to help these newcomers, but we also need to get them involved in the organization so we can have a stronger voice. Doing otherwise is, as previously mentioned, shooting ourselves in the foot. We can only shoot our foot, shoot ourselves in the foot so many times before it's gone. Jeremy Lasko, UP Trappers Association District 5 President, uh, www.trappermag.com. Um, and that was in the September, tw September 2023, um, 
which is weird because this is like uh, July and it's in September 2023. So, anyways, I don't know. <laughs> I just know it was in the trapper's mag. It must they must put them out uh, early or something. Is it saying the trapper September 2023? So that's that's weird that uh, in July, unless unless I'm uh, this is a deja vu moment. Um, like I said. I think a lot of Jeremy, he's a good guy. I know him personally from going to the UP Trappers and Ken Ross and, you know, I mean, uh, he, he's he's not a mean guy, vindictive guy. You know, he's he's just a, a good guy, um, you know, and I mean, him agree on a lot of stuff and, you know, I'm sure we disagree like on this, uh, you know, um, you know, we disagree on some stuff like this and it's just the way it is. Um, but I just wanted to, you know, tell my thoughts on a couple of these things. Um, you know, it's like, uh, th and this isn't just Jeremy's opinion. You know, the thing is, if this was just, just, Jeremy wrote the article, but this is the opinion of a lot of the people in the associations. Not all, for sure. You know, I mean, you got a lot of people that use the internet and do, a, you know, a fantastic job and do wonderful things for the trapping. Um, you know, it, you know, and I'm just talking about the association, not, you know, it's like Rusty Kramer. He's used that the internet and Facebook and stuff to build up their auction, uh, to build up the association to better than it's ever been. Um, you know, so I mean, uh, you know, you got you know ones like Rusty Kramer who are big big proponents of using internet stuff. Um, but there's a lot of other ones that are not, and they're not all the older guys. There's a lot of them, but not all of them are the older guys. So. And I'm trying to be, you know, I guess you'd say politically correct, which doesn't normally fit me, but I'm trying not to, I don't know, come across as a, you know, um, an asshole to them guys, you know. Because, um, I mean, like I say, I'm, I mean, most of them guys I, I, re I really like. I mean, yeah, is there some I don't like? Yeah, I, there's some I don't like. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's, you know, nobody likes everybody. But the thing is, as far as Jeremy's article and what a lot of these other ones think, is it's like somebody gets a hold of me about getting into trapping. Now, let's just think about that for a second, okay? Now, do I believe that they should go and join the Michigan Trappers Association if they're from Michigan? Absolutely, I do. Do I believe that, that they should go off and join the Nationals? Yes, I do. Do I think that they should join fur takers? Eh, maybe not as much as the Nationals, but yeah, fine. You know, that'd be like if you were from Michigan, join if uh, join Michigan Trappers number one, the Nationals number two, and the fur takers. You know, uh, a distant third. You know, um, but you know, just for the fact of that, I think that the the NTA fight. You know, fights more battles. Um, than what that fur takers did, unless I'm mistaken, um, you know, um, and that's just my personal opinion. I'm how I would, but my thing is, is you know, do I want them to come to the, their convention? Absolutely, I want them to come to their convention. You know, I set up as a dealer. I pay a hundred dollars per table. You know, uh, you know, I've been mean, spent thousands of dollars to go to these things. Absolutely, I want them to come to their event. Um, you know, but am I under obligation? 
to send them to the NTA? You know what? Maybe it's time for these trapping associations not to think that they're in the 1970s anymore and start getting their own social media stuff built up. You know, the thing is, if you have a quality product, you don't need me to recommend. They already know about uh, joining your association and what the benefits are of it, and you're training them. You know, I mean, yeah, you do lots of great things, but it's not my obligation to send people. Do I send them to you? Yeah, but it's not my obligation to send them to the NTA. I mean, it's not my job. Um, you know, I, I my job is to, is to get people into trapping, promote trapping and stuff, not grow the membership of the NTA or the Michigan Trappers or whatever. Do do I do it? Yeah, but that is it, it, you know to, to have it where. Uh, the online people that are doing stuff online uh, to do the job for the NTA. We're not on the board. You know, we're not making decisions. We didn't ask, you know, uh, for anything. Um, so, I get, you know, anything I get, I want somebody to do for me, I got to pay. You know, I mean, uh, I put an uh, ad in the uh, NTA's magazine, I got to pay. You know, I mean, so they're not giving me anything. Um you know, so I guess it's, in my opinion, you know, we can all work together, but, you know, it's not the pers- uh, the p- online people's responsibility to, you know, send the people to the NTA or the Michigan Trappers or the Fur Takers, you know, just, and that, that's just my opinion, you know, do we do that all the time? Absolutely, we do that all the time. I put up stuff all the time about joining the Michigan Trappers. Well, recently I haven't, but I always have had been. So, Jeremy says, uh, I personally watch newbies ask on Facebook, where do I want to start? Where do I start? And then, you know, he said that we want to help and that we keep things a secret. The difference between, you know, 100 years ago when they were keeping the secrets, and even in 1970, 1980, you know, I mean, them guys were doing this stuff for a living. You know, there was a reason why they didn't want to, to go out and, um, you know, tell their secrets to everybody. Because what happens is, it's like, for instance, Mark June didn't do, did not do uh, any instructions, okay? Mark told me this himself. So he's living in southern Michigan. He decides, I'm going to do instructions. He takes a guy out, and on on the first year he's doing instructions, you know, trapping instructions, he gets done with instructions. By the next fall, the guy has half of his farms he's trapping, <laughs> you know, um, because that's the only place the guy knew to go, you know. Uh, so that's what happens is you take somebody to your muskrat marsh, they don't got anywhere else to go. They don't know. So right there. So – you know, now is it a life or death matter? No. But I'll tell you what, in uh, 19, 1978, um, you know, when Fox prices are up, I can guarantee you my dad, is he's got ki- his own kids to feed. Uh, he's not going to be taking people out. You know, so most people, most of us aren't like that anymore where every dollar you make is your income. Uh, so, you know, it's easier to be free with the information. And, you know, and... Uh, you know, people started making DVDs, putting the DVDs out, and, peop- and uh, you know, people didn't like that. And then it's like with the, the, you know, online stuff, they did some of them didn't like that. But there's been more people getting into trapping from the online stuff 
than anything that any of the associations are doing at this point. Because, I mean, it's like Trapper J, uh, all these other guys, you know, whether you like them or don't like them or whatever, they touch people that you are not going to touch. And I think it's great. I think it's great that Trapper J is out there doing videos. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, does some of his stuff get crazy sometimes? Absolutely it does. Does that make it where some people don't like it? Yeah, some people don't like it. There's a big bunch of people that do like it, and they do, and they go out and are going to try trapping and and get into it. And even if they don't stick with it, they're not going to be our enemies. So you know, hats off to Trapper J and uh, you know Three Thirty Maniac and a lot of these other guys and and ladies, uh, you know, that uh, are out there doing it, it because. That's where it, all these new people are coming to associations. A lot of them are coming from them, the guys like that that are out there promoting trapping online um, because that's where people get exposed to it. That's where their time is spent. So, the other thing is, it's like with the, uh, you know, Jeremy says about, but all the free information on the internet is taking pl place of much of that. And if I can get all the answers that I knew, need to on the internet, why do I need to go to a trapper's meeting to ask questions if I can get it all for free on YouTube? There's some people that are like that. There's just some people that aren't. But but the thing is, is if you take the percentage of trappers before that that went to meeting, went to any meetings or was involved or went to the uh, conventions, the the number was probably lower than what it is now. Um, as far as percentage-wise of people that, you know, the trap that went to anything to do with trapping, you know. Um, so I, I don't think that that, it, that much has changed. In fact, if anything, I think that people will go to the thing because you have people like me and other people going around videotaping how much fun we have at these conventions. I mean, we're set up at the tables all day, but, you know, we walk around and afterwards, you know, shoot videos and stuff like that to show how much fun these are and, you know, what's going on. And, um, you know, that gets people to say, well, you know, that does look like a good time. Um, so I, I, I just think that, you know, the leadership in some of these associations need to take a, a look at, you know, what they're doing. Um, you know, if you have a good product, people are going to buy the product. Maybe not, you know, physically give you money, but they're going to come to your events, join your association and stuff like that. If you've got a shitty product or you're selling, you have a great product, but you're selling it in a shitty way, you know what? Nobody's going to buy your product. Nobody's interested in your product. So, I think that, you know, don't look at like you're in the 1970s and 80s anymore and wait for people to come to you. Uh, maybe go out like every, all the rest of us have and, you know, be on the tip of the spear and get people involved in trapping. Ex you know, expose, you know, people to trapping. And I, I think you'll see a, a lot different thing, um, you know. So, I, uh, you know, I appreciate uh, Jeremy's opinion on all this. Um I have a difference of opinion, but, you know, um, you know, that's the great thing about America is you can put your opinion out there and, uh, if somebody doesn't like it, they can debate you or they can tell you to kiss their ass. <laughs> Might even get hit in the head, you know, in the old days. Now you get arrested for pe hitting people in the head, you know, it was a lot better. You know, you give somebody a little love tap, you know, uh, cause a smart mouth or something and you know, you didn't get, you know, 
you know, uh, arrested for, uh, you know, t- attempted murder or some bullshit. Um, I've had, had a love tap given to me and I've gave love taps, but not, them, them days are gone, unfortunately. So, um, we have had a lot of questions on going out of state. So, um, uh, People like right now are seeming seeming to is you know sometimes it just comes in waves, but people are seeming to this time of year to start planning for where they're going to be going. Like I got a call from Nick uh, Ernie yesterday. He was one of them, um, and then there was like four or five other ones that sent me messages on it. Uh, he said, "Where are we going to plan on going this year? What are we going to plan on doing?" You know and. The thing is, it's fun to start planning now because um, it gives you, what it does is it gives you time to get all your ducks in a row between now and let's say you're going to go to Arkansas in February. You know, I mean, that's, you, you, you think, well, shit, that's six, seven months away. You know, I got lots of time. It, it's really not that much time when, you know, pretty soon... You're in October, November, you're trapping rats or you're trapping coyotes, and then pretty soon you're pulling them for deer season, and pretty soon you're through deer season, and then, you know, you're, you know, resetting on the first snow to try and catch a few more coyotes, and then pretty soon you're in, uh, you know, middle of January thinking, shit, I wish I took care of this uh, in July, you know, so the ball just keeps rolling, you know, till you quit breathing, the ball just keeps rolling, and that's the thing is, is, uh, you know, have I always done it that way where I went and planned out in July? No. Sarah's kind of makes me plan a little bit more now. But, uh, I mean, I've decided to go out of state and just throw the shit in the truck and drive to, you know, Louisiana. Didn't even know where I was going and, you know, didn't have much money to get there on. Um, you know, I've done that before. But it's always more enjoyable when I've got a plan. So, you know, this time of year, you know, if I, I was going to start, I would decide what I was going to do. Like, you know, I, and I'll give kind of examples of like when me and Nick are talking, um, you know, we started, you know, uh, saying, you know, what do we want to trap? I said, well, you know, I always won't, you know, like it when we all go beaver and otter trapping together, but I don't really want to go back necessarily to the, you know, uh, the same area in Louisiana. If I was going to go, I'd want to go further south. Because, you know, uh, I want to, you know, uh, trap. I want to go down there and trap on some of the crawfish ponds. I've never done that before. I trap Louisiana, I don't know, 10 years, 11 years, you know, on and off. And I, o- I always want to go down to the crawfish ponds. I've never even been down there trapping them. So I, I, I would love to go do that. You know, maybe catch some of the mink if I'm in an area where they're at. And catch otters. So I told him, you know, I'd like to, I would love to go do that. Um, I said, the cat prices are up, which we're not just fine. What we're going to do on the, the money part of it, you know, on, but, you know, it's nice to be able to sell them. Plus, uh, we have a market to sell, I don't know, about 30 or 40 uh, Nutria probably. So, you know, we catch, you know, them, um, you know, and pay for the, the trip, the expenses and everything else. Um so I told him, I says, well, we could go, you know, trapping the cats, but I don't know, you know, that far down south, them them cats, uh, you know, might not be that great. I don't know because I've never trapped, 
you know, down in that area before, so I don't know they could be the greatest in the world, but I doubt it. And uh, he said, well, I got a spot over by Memphis we can trap, and, you know, we talked about, you know, that spot, and, you know, the guy wants everything killed off, but there's a ton of cats in there, and, he's, you know, Nick's tried to get down there the last two years, but it's been flooded both times he was, the guy could get him, get him to come down there. And, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, we want, you know, again, was talking before about, you know, wanting to go out of state, you know, trapping cats this year. And then we were looking at, you know, South Texas, me and Sarah were, and I was talking to Clint about, uh, going down there possibly with, uh, you know, um, a guy from Pennsylvania and Albert, and uh, he doesn't have his partner to go with anymore, and he's got, like, I don't know, 200,000 acres or something he's trapping down there by himself. And uh, so then Clint started telling Sarah about, you know, the rattlesnakes, how many there is, and, um, you know, the rattlesnakes and the scorpions. I'm like, yeah, maybe we won't be going down there. <laughs> but, we're, but we are seriously looking at South Texas, um, if we didn't go with Albert, you know, cause I ain't talked to him yet, uh, you know, maybe some, somewhere else, um, always seems to work out, but, uh, you know, definitely would like to go land trapping this year out of state. And, you know, that's the thing is, is like, you see the pattern is we're looking for what we want to go do, you know, and look, and then once we decide, you know what, we want to go cat trapping, you know, we, we got, we, we're, if we go, uh, beaver trapping, otter trapping, we like the otter the look of them there um, in Louisiana, um, you know, and what we're the, what we're getting, the beaver meat, um, you know, we got a, you know, there's a lot of beaver there, so we need the beaver meat and the casters, so, um, you know, we have access to them, you know, but we can come up with spots to go trap beaver, and uh, we're and we like going there because of the laws, but. You know, but with the other, the cats, you start looking at, you know, we, we definitely want to go trap cats this year, um, but where we want to go? Do we want to go to, you know, West Memphis uh, or Memphis? Do we want to go, you know, um, to South Texas? Um, it would, you know, the cats, in, there's probably a bunch of cats in South Louisiana, like North Louisiana, but, you know, what, uh, you know, what do they look like? Is that what, is that what we want to do is go trap a bunch of junky cats, you know, if that's what they are. And uh, so, you know, you got to decide what you want to go trap. And once you decide, you know, hey, I want to go trap, you know, cats, you know, I mean, South Texas is going to be the big number uh, place to go. But, you know, uh, do you want to drive that far? You know, can you get a place to stay? Um, you know, because you, you're not going to just get in your vehicle, drive to South Texas, and start driving around, and probably come up with, you know, you might get lucky, but most time you're not going to come up with any permission because it's all fenced in with gates, and you can't get back to anybody you need to talk to off the main road, you know. So, just miles and miles and miles of high fence, um, you know. So you got to kind of have a plan before you go there, if you ain't from there. And uh, I'm definitely not from there. I, I I talk funny when I'm down there. So, that's what they say. So, you know, you want to, you know, pick your animal that you want to trap, you know, uh, and then decide, you know, um, you know what, where, how far do you want to go? And, you know, where's the a high number of these that I want to trap? And, uh, you know, that's the two things we're looking at. You know, um, 
you know, if you're going to, if we were going to South Texas, you know, would we put them up? You know, I'd probably, uh, you know, put the, put the cats up right down there, you know, cause we're not going to be saving any of the coyotes we catch. Um, I'm just, you know, be putting up the cats and badgers or whatever. So we take some stretchers with us and push pins and all that stuff and put them, put them up down there. If we go to Louisiana or let's say Arkansas, what we're going to do is have to take freezers with us, put the meat, you know, the beaver meat in, um, stuff to gut the beaver, the beaver, cut the heads off, cut the tails off. You know, I mean, we, it's a whole different operation and we're not putting up any fur, you know, there because the, the humidity, we're not set up for it. The humidity, one day you can put your, you know, have a beaver scrape, have it on the board or on a hoop and it feels like it's dry with the humidity the next day it feels like it's just like you know you just scraped it so you know you got to have a dehumidifier and all this shit down there so it you know when you're going out of state it's going to be you know depend on where you're going what you're going to do and, and you know now it's like you know going down south trap and southern beaver there you know there's uh really good you know money i mean you're getting paid uh hatter price which is by the pound if you put them up or you know you know 20 we got we got 24 dollars nose count what is it and it, we had louisiana arkansas michigan and iowa which actually louisiana's beaver to me looked better than iowa beaver where we were trapping um but you, so we got four different thing uh areas we caught had beaver and we got uh 24 nose count so you know that's you know for a southern beaver that's pretty damn good um best i ever did before that was uh average i think it was 21 or something like that uh and that was put up beaver up to nafa like in 2012 2013 something like that i put up them louisiana beaver and uh i put up uh I don't remember how many coyotes it was. I never did put them coyotes up before, but I put them up and averaged $18. And I got a quarter for some, and I got, like, big money for other ones. And if you put them in a pile, I couldn't tell you which ones were the good ones and which ones were the bad ones. They all look like shit. So, um, you know, so that was the only year I ever did that. I, I was like, yeah, you know, I just got lucky. <laughs> Most time, I... uh I would do something like that, then try and repeat it, and it turned to shit. But I'd be like Clint when he got twenty five cents a piece, for, and he put up all the te South Texas coyotes. He got like twenty five cents a piece, and then he had to split it with his two partners. But so the thing is, is so you're going and you know uh, picking the animal you want to go trap, and then where you want to go trap, how the distance. And then, you know, deciding, you know, if you're going to put up the stuff or if you're going to haul it back home. Because you got to, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't take long to fill up. You start trapping beaver down south and, then, uh, you know, you start catching, you know, even five, six, ten beaver a day and skinning them and keep the carcass or whatever. It doesn't take long to start running out of freezer space, you know. So, I mean, you got to have this stuff all lined up, um, you know, and... The other thing is, is finding a place to stay. Um, you know, I mean, I went and looked for, you know, like places then, you know, like in the advertisers and stuff like that. Um, but you can look on, 
um, you know, different websites and, you know, you can rent, rent houses and all that other stuff. Um, you know, I, I can't remember the damn name of it. Um, Airbnb is one of them, you know, I mean, you can rent it, rent houses by the month or whatever. And, you know, so best always to tell people kind of what you're doing, um, you know, because of, you know, you get there and start skinning beaver on their front lawn, you know, there, there might be a problem. So, um, it's best. The other thing is, is a lot of times down South, you know, the campgrounds, you know, a lot of times they have them. Now they have them FEMA trailers in there. Um, and you can rent those. Um, it was better years ago before they, now they got a bunch of Mexican, I don't know, pipe layers or something, construction crews. And, you know, they rent them to them a lot. And, uh, so it's harder to get into them. But, you know, if you look now, you might be able to, you know, book it ahead. Um, you know, if you're going down there for a week or something. But a lot of the, a lot of the campgrounds and stuff have cabins, FEMA trailers, stuff like that. And, you know, if it's after deer season, which that's generally when you're going to want to go down there, um, to say to the south, is after their deer season. Because nobody wants you on their property before that. And um, you get away with road trap in Louisiana, um, you know, during deer season. I've done that. But... Uh, you know, it's always better after. Um, but calling campgrounds, stuff like that. Um, you know, if you had a camper you're hauling down there, even better. You know, but um, those are generally the cheapest. I mean, if you go rent a motel room, you know, for two weeks, you know, maybe, you know, the, the, you can, you know, have your stuff on a trailer and plug the thing into your room or they have other thing, uh, you know, outside on the light poles sometimes they'll have the plug-ins you know and i've i've done that before you know where you plug it in and stay in the motel but that's again that's a pain in the ass but you you know when you're out of state trapping i mean sometimes sometimes that's just the way it is um trying to think of some other questions that the people been asking um you know the the one thing is is uh you know, when I go to a state and I'm um, going to trap there, I always join their association. Um, I figure out, you know, you're a guest there, and they're, they've got it set up where I come there and trap. Uh, I'm not going to go there and cause them no problems. And, you know, I figure out how to, you know, pay to join the association. So that's one thing I personally always do and recommend to other guys, other guys and women that go out of state trapping you know join you know if i go to louisiana trapping i'm gonna join their association i generally do anyways unless i forget for a year or so but then uh you know i'll see them guys and i'll think shit i gotta i gotta go and uh join the association because uh there are a lot of good guys down there but um you know it doesn't matter if it's iowa or wherever i join you know wherever i go trapping generally and um uh, so I think, you know, that's important. And, uh, the other thing is, is just remember, uh, you know, like me being from Michigan or wherever you're from and you go out of state trapping, you're just a guest there. You know I mean? We're all Americans and stuff, but when you go to a different state, they got different rules. Um, they got to deal with different legislatures and stuff when they're fighting for the rights or not to get taken away. You know, I mean, don't go like down to Iowa, you know, you can use two twenties, but, uh, you have to be a certain distance away from any, houses and stuff and i don't want to say what it is because uh, i'm not real sure as i'm sitting here I, I think i know what it is but uh you know it's been since last fall i had to worry about it um 
So, you know, but the thing is, is you go by somebody's house, you're tra- so say you're trapped in Iowa, you go by somebody's house, even if you're a legal distance away with a 220, if you see their dogs, you know, barking at you, chasing you down the road, you know, just don't use a 220, put a DP there. You know, I mean, you can still legally sit there, you're going to, you'll catch the coon, you know, just don't go out of state and cause people that live there a bunch of problems. And I know most of you won't, and you never would do it on purpose, you know, but I, you know, just mention these things that I think of. And, um, you know, I'm always really conscious of that, that, uh, you know, I don't go somewhere and cause somebody problems. Not that it can't just happen on its own, because sometimes shit just happens, you know, and we don't mean it to happen, it just happens. But um, but after you find a place to stay, um, you know, uh, that being one of the main things, um, you know, is just... Uh, you know, take enough 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 money to go do what you're doing. Um, you know, and you always want to ask, you know, uh, the land people, are they going to, you know, give you a place to stay? Uh, if they don't have a place to stay, are they going to pay for a place? Um, sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no. Um, you know, but they, if you tell them, hey, I'll just, you know, if they say no, uh, we don't have any place, you know, they say, I'll come down there and trap the stuff for you, but you know, uh, I need a place to stay. So, I, you know, I need, where would, where would you recommend, you know, anybody's got anything cheap, a hunting camp or something like a rent. And, uh, you know, a lot of times the first year is the hardest because, you know, they don't know you. I mean, imagine it reversed where you're going to have somebody come up to your place, you know, and then you're going to go put them up in a buddy's cabin and you don't know, are they, you know, going to be busting stuff up? Uh, you know, so, I mean, you know, but like the second year, you know, you knew they were good guys, you know, you had no problem. Yeah, I will, you know, hey, you know, to put you over here and it'll, it'll be great. And, you know, but the first year, you know, you got to realize where they're coming from and go up and beyond to keep everything cleaned up and, you know, no problems, you know. And uh, once they get to know you, you know, it's a lot better. But uh, a lot of it is you know, just making the connections with the right people, you know, it's like anything else in business or in life, you know, I mean, just making the right connections at the right time, um, you know, and, you know, the thing is, is uh, if you happen to talk to somebody and they have something else, maybe that you don't want to trap um, necessarily, but it'll get you open the door, you know, just go do it. I mean, I've done that lots of times, right? You know, I don't want to go, you know, over there and, you know, trap you know, possums around, you know, their, their, their chicken houses, but I go do it, you know, uh, so that I can have access to everything else. And they, you know, and they, you help them out and then they get you on some new gr- other ground and it just kind of snowballs, you know, cause there isn't tons of trappers around. So, you know, if they find a good one, I mean, there's a lot of people who want to take advantage of that. So, um, but I, I've went out of state, you know, first out of state trip I went to um was with my well I was real young I don't even remember it but I remember going out the first one I remember is going out of state um in fifth grade my dad took me out of school for two weeks and uh I went down with him down to Alabama um my uncle was down there and some other guys and um you know I hit a Chevy truck we took down there I think and uh we got in Tennessee and got in a, a snowstorm ice storm and you know it was I remember I remember the whole damn thing and it was it was a, a lot of fun I 
you know, I think that's one of the things that uh, makes it where I like to go out of state, especially down south. You know, um, you know, I mean, because uh, you know, that's what my dad did, and um, I got to deal with him, and I loved it, and I loved, always loved it down south, and you know, the people are really nice. Um, you know, so, and they have they have a lot of problems with the beaver, and you know, I like to kill beavers, so I mean, we're, you know, we're a good team. Um, but, uh, but I think, uh, you know, if you, uh, go down, you know, start planning your trip, maybe you want to go out to Kansas, um, you know, uh, or Nebraska, you know, uh, coyote trapping, you know, I mean, if I wanted to go on a coyote trapping trip, the first thing I would ask myself is, uh, you know, what is, what, what do I want to do? You know, um, do I want to catch a lot of coyotes or do I just want to catch a few? And, and if you just want to catch a few, you know, some people like to go, they like to go on a uh, trapping trip um, and not kill themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to go out and have, you know, set, run, go out of state and run two to a dozen or two dozen traps and sit around and drink beer the rest of the day and, you know, just see the country and stuff. There ain't nothing wrong with that. You don't, nothing says when you go out of state that you have to go kill yourself, you know, just set from daylight till dark. Most people, that's what they want to do. But, you know, just getting out of state is, uh, it's cool because, you know, it's not, uh, where you have the honeydew list where, you know, you have to take the garbage out and you have to, you know, uh, shovel the step or you have to do this or you have to do that. Um, you know, it's just when you wake up in the morning, it's all about trapping. When you go to bed at night, right before you go to bed, it's all about trapping. Where am I going tomorrow? You know, what line are we going to run? Um, you know, so everything is all about trapping or putting up fur, skinning it, you know, uh, getting in the freezer. Um, so, um, you know, it's different than being at home. I mean, at home, you got other responsibilities you have to do besides. When you go to state, you know, that's pretty much just all trapping. And, I mean, it, it's it's a great feeling. You know, I wish I could live my whole life like that uh, 12 months out of the year where I didn't have to worry about anything but uh, going trapping. <laughs> you know, so uh, that be that would be awesome. And I, and I can see some of you nodding your head. Yep, that would be awesome. So, but if you wanted to go, you know, you know get a, just kill a few coyotes and... You know, I would, you know, plan a trip, say, to, uh, you know, somewhere where you get some really nice-looking coyotes, you know, like, uh, you know, maybe North North Dakota, something like that. You know, uh, if you wanted to get, uh, you know, catch a bunch of them, you're going to want to go to, like, Nebraska, uh, Kansas, you know, something like that. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it all depends on what you want to, what, what you're expecting to get out of the trip. You know, um, as far as, you know, you get a partner involved and then it's what you guys both want out of the trip. Or if there's multiple people, um, you know, it would be, you know, what everybody wants. And the more people you get involved, the more opinions there are on what they want to do and the more screwed up shit gets, you know. So my thing is, is if you went with a good friend or somebody you know, uh, you know, one, two people max, you know, I mean, it worked good you know, with our group because we're all on the same page that uh, we just want to go out there and have fun. And we enjoy each other's company. We're such tight, close friends. If you have something like that, 
fine. Otherwise, just go with one other person, two two other people at the max. But generally, you know, you, I would have it where it was hammered out, what everybody expects to get out of the trip, uh, you know, what the fur split up is going to be, um, have everything hammered out where there's no problems. And sometimes there's still going to be problems. But the main thing is, is uh, you know, if you have a breakdown, um, you know, just don't let it go get too big and just, uh, you know, talk to the, everybody in the group, you know, has a talk. We had problems on one trip this year where, you know, um, we had other people around and, um, you know, we had a kind of a blow up. But, uh, you know, in the end, we all, you know, uh, still are, you know, got to be, we're still friends. And, you know, nobody, you know, went, went too far off, off the rails about it. You know, probably I went, I'm the most radical, um, you know, so I probably went the farthest off the rails. And all I do is when I'm pissed off, I just don't talk. You know, I just simmer and try not to, you know, boil. And, you know, and so, you know, just let everything kind of settle down. Everybody talked afterwards and, you know, everything went smooth after that. Um, you know, so, but you get a lot of people involved. There's a lot of opinions. Um, and, you know, when, you know, people have opinions, they're going to have disagreements. That's just the way it is. And, um, you know, and then, so, you know, just pick your people you go out of state with because this is your time. And what you want to go do, and it's your money you're spending, and your time off of work, um, just make sure that you pick the people because they can make or break your trip as far as you having fun, you know. Because um, you ride around all day with somebody, um, you know, uh, sniffing, and that bothers you. Uh, it's going to ruin. It will ruin your trip after all. They go out there and they're shitting their pants all day. Uh, and that bothers you is going to ruin your trip all day, you know, um, you know, so just pick your person wisely who you're going to go out of state with. If, if you don't, you'll, you, I guarantee you, uh, I'll see you at a convention. You'll be like, oh my God, you're not going to believe the freaking nightmare, um, you know, that I had. But, um. If you get any questions on going out of state trapping, um, you know, just, uh, you know, get a hold of me. I'll help you any way I can. Um, you know, I went out of state a lot of times and uh, still learn stuff, you know, about, uh, you know, getting stuff around and all that. I'm getting better about uh, not taking as much stuff. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't need uh, 300, 300 uh, or 200 330s on a 24-hour check. You know, I just don't. I can't run that many. You know, so it's best to, uh, you know, just take what you think you're going to need and, you know, not uh, piles and piles and piles after that. But um, it took uh, took me to uh, have Sarah say, what do you, you can't set all these traps. You didn't, two years now you haven't set all these traps. Why do you keep bringing them? I'm like, oh, shit, they were in the pile. I really, I just bring the whole pile. <laughs> so I was like, this, you know, that, that, you know, seems kind of stupid, <laughs> but <laughs> I just start loading them up and I'm like, well, shit, I might need them, you know, but well, we're getting, um, 
like I say, if you get got it, if you want to go out of state, you know, get a hold of me, and uh, I'll definitely help you any way I can, short of uh, you know giving you my location where I'm going to be, um, you know, and then, but short of that, if you need any help, I'll definitely help you. Um, you know, uh, if somebody wanted to go to Louisiana, um, you know, uh, I do uh, could give you the spot where I, the you know, one spot where I stayed. I had trouble with dog hunters there you know, to the north, but, uh, there was a, you know, places that you could rent, um, just north of Alexandria, you know, so if that, that's the, the spot where I knew that they had, ca uh, ca you know, cabins and stuff, so I don't even know what the price is, it's been like five years ago I stayed there, um, but, uh, so get a hold of me if you need help, um, before we wrap this up, um, we're getting ready to go to the NTA. Uh, I believe we're leaving. This is Friday. Um, so uh, we're leaving. We want to get out of here on Monday, but uh, there ain't no way in hell we're getting out of here on Monday. Um, don't tell Sarah. And so I think we're going to be probably leaving here Tuesday to head to the, up to Escanaba and uh, really looking forward to going up there. It is always a fun time um we enjoy going to their regular convention they have in escanaba um you know roy and all those have done a great job up there you know putting it on year after year and um you know he gets the whole community involved and that's a great thing about having uh trapping convention especially in nationals in escanaba is when you i don't know about this year this time but every the last 700 times they've had it up there um, which really been like, I think three, um, but they have signs out front, welcome trappers, um, you know, you know, everything great about trapping, you know, that they're happy to have us there. You know, I went to the Illinois convention, didn't see that at the NTA, didn't see that out to, uh, Hamburg when they, uh, had the, uh, you know, convention out there, um. You know, so it's nice to have it in a spot where the people are grateful that you're there spending money and having having us in their community. Um, you know, so it's really great to have that when you when you go to a convention. Um, but, you know, we, we enjoy going up there because of that, you know, on their, their normal years when they don't have an NTA. So, um, you know, if you ever get up that way, make sure you go to the Escanaba regular convention and, you know, um, it's, it's been a really cool convention. You know, I remember going, I don't know, I don't know how old I was, teenager, young teenager. I was up there setting at Ken Smyce booth. He's the one that came up, you know, or put out the, uh, bottom edge set. He'd be across the hall, you know, across the hall, hallway from, uh, uh, Charlie Dobbins would be over there working on his trap. So, um, you know, there was always a lot of, you know, really cool people that went there um i can't remember the guy's name right now that uh used to sit there and blow the coyote calls uh when i get off here i'll remember his name he, um shoot real nice guy i can't remember his name anyways he was there and you know i just i've always enjoyed that that convention um, it's just laid back, a lot of nice people up there, and, uh, 
you know, that we're really, really looking forward to, uh, you know, going up there this time. Um, we'll be in the main building, so stop by and see us. Um, you won't see, a, see Dunlap Lures or She Traps or Predator Control Group um, on the flyers or anything. It's under Trapping Mafia. Um, we had to, we did that because um, I was blackballed with the NTA for years and um, they said that they were going to try and put me in a bad spot. So I'd asked Clint to get me tables because um, I said, you know, I don't want to be put in a bad spot just because I'm blackballed. <laughs> you know? And uh, so I went and um, Clint got me tables and then we just had, a, you know, another person wanted to set up, another person wanted to set up with us and pretty soon we had all of our friends, um, you know, set up together and, uh, you know, that, that's how, you know, it all started. Um, plus, you know, when you pick tables, um, you know, you go up there and pick tables, you know, let's say I pick tables with the NT, for the NTA. I might be in this building and Jeff Haggerty or Nick Ernie's in two different buildings. Well, if you're not set up by that person, I don't see them all day long. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm paying lots of money to set up there and, you know, I want to hang out with my friends and go down there and joke with them and play practical jokes on them. And, you know, I mean, that, that is, uh, the fun part of doing this and going to the convention is to get to hang out with your friends. Um, you know, so, you know, uh, th you know, we couldn't be by each other. Most of a lot of the conventions are like that. So I'm like, let's just all be, you know, you guys, you know, get in our group and we'll, you know, uh, you know, get tables together so we can set up by each other and, you know, it, it works out great, and um, you know, I'm I'm glad I'm not blackballed by the NTA anymore. That that's that's really nice. <laughs> so, anyways, um, I guess uh, that's about it. I uh, really appreciate everybody listening to this. Um, we're going to be trying to get as many, um, you know, different people on this, uh, as we can. Uh, I've already talked to a couple of them. Um, you know, I hate to say too much because of the fact of, um, that, you know, it, it just, uh, I want to have the good interviews on here, not listen to them on somebody else's podcast where they didn't have the idea who to get or able to get them. And then, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> and so, but we're, I'm trying to get uh, some podcasts that with interviews with people that you, I would hope that you guys would really enjoy listening to, um, you know, and I've had some people give me suggestions on, uh, um, you know, getting like Bob Jameson and people like that, you know, the, the problem is that, like uh, the Pennsylvania show, I don't think Bob Jameson was there. A lot of them guys, uh, if they don't go to the conventions, I don't see them, you know, and I'm not out in Bob Jam Jameson's town to get them. So I get who I can get, um, you know, so what we'll do is, uh, do the best we can. Um, I, uh, definitely am trying to, you know, get the, the best interviews that I can in, um, you know, if you guys got a connection with somebody that, uh, you know, you know, so let's say like uh, Michael Waddell, if you know him, you know, we'll do one with Michael Waddell. You know, he, Michael Waddell traps, um, you know, I sent him a message and uh, 
They haven't got back with me yet. I'm still waiting by my phone. But, uh, you know, Michael Waddell traps, you know, uh, Ted Nugent traps. I mean, he's he's bought uh, Hellfire and Soul Taker before. Um, you know, I mean, all them guys do Predator stuff on their properties. And, uh, you know, those are the guys I want to try and, try and get. I think they got interesting stories. Um, you know, I want... I don't care about Michael Waddell turkey hunting. I don't, it, the, turkey hunting means nothing to me. Um, all it is, turkeys are is feed for what I like to go out and chase. What I care about is, is to hear how Michael Waddell got into the trapping and was exposed to it. And, you know, um, you know, that's, that's what I'm interested in. Not the same, you know, you know, turkey killing stories. So I'll let somebody else do those. I'll do the trapping ones. So anyways, if you guys know somebody, do you think it'd be a good good uh, fit on the show? If you just think they're a great trapper, they got some hints and tricks or whatever that will make my life or somebody else's life easier with just a couple things, you know, get a hold of me. I uh, I definitely uh, definitely uh, definitely interested. So, all right, thank you all. See you next week.